Psalms number 66. And I'm only going to read verses 16 through 20. If you all know your pastor, you know that Brother Scott is not the only one reading from Psalms number 66. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Psalms number 66. And I will only read uh, verses 16 through 20. And I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Whatever translation you might have, let's read out loud together. Psalms 66 and 16 through 20. This is the word of God. You have your Bibles? Because after being here 24 years, I came here to help lead you guys into the word. Get in the word. Tell your neighbor, get in the book. Get in the book. Amen. Get in the book. Amen. Get in the word. I didn't say it. Get in the word. Amen. Amen. Get in your word. Get in your word. All right. Let's read out loud. All right. Come and hear all ye that fear God. And I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth and he extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God who hath not turned away my prayer or his mercy from me. Amen. The grass withered. The flower faded, but the word of our God is going to stand forever. I want to briefly tag this text. I want to talk about a testimony of answered prayer. A testimony of answered prayer. A, a, a testimony of answered prayer. Um, one of my fellow classmates years ago at Laterna University in Longview, Texas is going to be in at the Dale Diamond on October uh, the 16th, Brother Franklin Graham. He and I were at Laterna University together, and he's going across the state having mass prayer meetings, a decision for Texas. On December, I mean October the 16th, that's Monday night week, calling our state to prayer. Some of you all may not know what this is, but what, what am I holding in my hand? Can y'all see this in the camera? Can y'all see this in the camera? Can you see this? Some of y'all know. See, can you see? You getting it? This is a, what, what is this? It's a fold of spin, but it's not spinning smoothly. It's a spinner. Some of y'all, it's a spinner. See, yeah, some of y'all, some of y'all need to talk to the young people. This is a spinner. This is, see, it's a spinner. And it's a spinner because it spins. See, you know, they are selling these things now for meditation. Some of y'all having a hard time sleeping. Get your spinner. They come in different colors. And, and spin it and just watch it you know just watch. but it's having a hard time spinning because something is missing see 
And that's number three. You put this, this represents prayer. If your life is a little bumpy, you may want to check your prayer life. And once you put this in, it spins so smoothly. This is soothing. A testimony. See, before you can have a testimony, you got to have a test. And 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 David, I believe David wrote this 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 the psalm. Some people give David credit uh, for writing it uh, because one of the greatest weapons that God has given to every believer is the power of prayer. And, and, and all prayer is simply talking to God. Just communicating with God. And, and prayer is, is a relationship between you and your God. And you tell God all about your prayer. Now sinners, the only prayer God hears from sinners is the prayer of repentance. John chapter 9 verse 31 Oh, but we are living in a dispensation of grace so God is blessing sinner and saint because we are living in a time dispensation of, of grace the book that we are using in our Bible study on Wednesday by Dr. Richard Foster the celebration of discipline Dr. Foster lists four inward disciplines study, meditation, fasting and prayer He lists prayer because it's prayer as we spend time with God, your battle against the devil is won or lost with the time you spend in prayer. Amen. If you're struggling with some habits, if you're struggling with some stuff, then that can be broken with prayer. The devil don't want us to pray. Matter of fact, the only thing that we are told to do without ceasing is to pray. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, number 17 says, pray without ceasing. And the only thing that the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to do, Luke chapter 11 verse 1, was to teach them how to to pray. If that been me, I would have asked Jesus, teach me how to work some miracles. Amen. Turn some water into wine. Pull some coins out of a fish mouth. But they saw the power of prayer. Lord, teach us to pray. The harvest is plenteous, Jesus said. Matthew 9, 36, 37 but the labors are few. And in verse 38, Jesus said, Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Everybody who joined this church, you are an answer to prayer. And God is sending you here to help us together announce that his kingdom is coming. Excuse me for being personal, but 24 years ago when I came here, I was praying before I came here because when I came here, I'd already been pastoring 20 years. So I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I knew I'm, I've been black all my life. Some of y'all just migrated over last month, but I've been, 
and been in church all my life. Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, and church. I know, I understand the dynamic of change. And But when I came here, Sister Wayland, she's gone on now. Sister Wayland, Reverend Wayland's mother said, Pastor, I'm going to be your prayer partner. Right. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. And she prayed for me. You know what's wrong with most marriages? You can fix up your marriage tonight. Forget about putting on Luther. Forget about putting on Victoria's Secret. Just you and your husband get on your knees together and pray. You want to see God work a miracle in this church? On Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock, try to come to prayer meeting. Because there is power in prayer. Sojourn Kirky God said, prayer does not change God, but it changes him who prays. That's why when you start praying, God going to do something to you first. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Gandhi said, Gandhi said, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else can in the world. And if this country by now have not realized that it's prayer time. That demon that was shooting from that building in Las Vegas. It's prayer time. You see, most of the scripture speaks to us. But the Psalms speak for us. And this Psalm's about the testimony of deliverance. The testimony of answered prayer. Amen. When y'all look at me, um. I'm, a, I'm answered prayer. Amen. Uh, because 20 some years ago, when God took Reverend Franklin home, y'all started praying for a pastor. And here I be. See, so when you pray, you got to be specific. Now, just don't pray general. Don't talk about just. Well, I didn't, I didn't want him. Well, you should have been specific in your prayer. That's <laughs> why I tell single women, if you want to, don't pray for a husband because a husband is already married. You pray for a single man that will marry you and take care of you and all your crazy, I mean, and all, everything that come along with being married. You pray. Yeah, man, man. Power prayer. Amen. Some here. You need to pray more. Look at you. You sit beside your wife. Look at her. Your husband said, we need to pray more this evening. We're going to just pray more because that's a testimony. Amen. In prayer. In answered prayer. Well, a couple of things here. First of all, verses 16 and 17. Look at the great invitation. In, in verse number five, the invitation was come and see. Here in verse 16, it's come and see. Here, see the works of God in history can be seen, but you got to hear about what God has done in somebody's life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see, and that's why Israel. You read all of this. The nation of Israel, every Jew had to experience the Passover as if they were enslaved in Egypt. And Pastor Garner, I'm still trying to figure out why a lot of black folk act like we are ashamed of our history. Like we're ashamed. I'm not ashamed that I'm a descendant of a slave. And, 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 and we come up 
on the rough side of the mountain. That's why Israel, Israel, they said Masada. There will never be another Masada because they understand their history. We need to tell our children about the 19th of June. <laughs> see what God has done. But, it, but for God to see what he, for people to see what God has done in us, we have to tell it. What, what God, what has God, God done for your soul or every Christian? He saved our soul. Why does the Christian wish to declare what God has done for his soul? Because we get power from telling it. You see, every time you tell it, it helps you to believe it even more. And then it helps somebody else. Uh, Why does he wish to declare it only to those who fear God? Well, he tell it to the Christians because the world would laugh at it. You stop trying to tell your testimony to an unsaved rascal. The unsaved think all of us are crazy. That's why they have come to church. They don't want to come here about uh, amazing grace. The sinners don't want to hear that because they think we're crazy. You go tell somebody you used to be a wino, but you haven't had a drink in you. So what happened? Did the liquor still close up? No, Jesus touched me. Answer. The world going to think, oh, please. Some of y'all wasting your time trying to tell sinners about what God has done in your life. The world think all of us are just putting on. That's why every now and then you need to declare it to other believers so we can shout with you. See, if you don't have nothing to shout for, you ought to ask your neighbor, since I don't feel like shouting this morning, tell me something, I'm going to shout with you. Remember you used to be you used to go to the club and you didn't know nobody but the music was playing, so you just started dancing. You just start. We declare it to people who know what we're talking about. People say, Yes, sir, I know. I know because I had an experience too with him, and I know, I know what God can do. Look what I know what God picked me up and, and God turned me around and God placed my feet on solid ground. Those of us who've been delivered can identify with somebody talking about God brought them out. See that sinner man just think we all crazy. Because before I got saved, I thought my mom was the crazy person in the world. You'd run around here shouting, speaking in tongues, black with a house full of children. But when I met him for myself, I had old, had old sanctified on everything. Well, thank you, Jesus. And hallelujah. Amen. The world don't understand her. That's why the world don't want to come to church. They'll go to a football game, sit out there in overtime. Come on, UT. Hook them home. Hook them. Hook them. And, and, and come to church won't say nothing. Amen. This is our time. Amen. This, amen. God have ever done anything for you. You may not shout every Sunday, but every now and then, when you hear the choir singing about his a great, his amazing great, and you think about where you were and where you are now, every now and then your hand will go up and say, Thank you. See what? This got to be heard. You got to tell this. We, we can't act like this nowhere else. The only place we can act like this. You go to H-E-B lifting up your hands. 
big old black man. They're going to call 911 on me. I'll go in there and thank you, Jesus. They're going to say he's crazy. But over here, somebody been sick and the doctor walked away. <laughs> Some of you have been locked up and they threw the key away. And the judge came out and said, I don't know why I'm doing it, but some told me that to let you go. <laughs> you should have OD'd. You had so much LSD that you saw every Pluto, every, and you got a sound mind right now. Got to be heard. The invitation to hear it. <laughs> You ought to tell it at every family reunion. For those Negroes and white folk and Hispanic folk do it, that you ought to tell your testimony. Amen. Yeah. Y'all say, what the Lord done for. You see, people can challenge what you say, but they can't challenge what you have experienced. And I agree with you, D. God is real. Thank you, Christ. He's real. You ain't got to believe it, but I know it for myself. That he's real. Whenever he invite a great invitation, come. Come in here. Come in here. <laughs> Amen. Not, not only a great invitation, but in the midst of this, there's a possibility of stagnation. That, that, that in the life of a believer, verse 18, if I regard iniquity in my heart, God won't hear me pray. My, my, my. In the midst of recounting what God has done. See, like David put this warning verse in there. Just like, you know, we all happy. <laughs> you know what I'm But David said, if I regard iniquity, hey, in my heart, the Lord would not hear me. Iniquity is great wickedness. Iniquity is sin. Sin in the life of believer will hinder what God wants to do in your life. See, a lot of people think because they say they can just do anything they want to do, no problem. No, we're forgiven, but sin in the life of believers will block the flow and the anointing of God. You can't go around hating folk. You can't go around violating the Bible, sinning after sin, and expect God to bless your mess. That's what David said. David was speaking from experience. David was a man of the God's own heart. He got caught up in an affair with Bathsheba. And when you read the 51st number Psalm, he said, Restore to me the joy of thy salvation. Because sin in the life of a believer will block the flow of the anointing and the power of God. Some of the hardest folk in the world to preach to is a bunch of sin in saints. There are three kinds of folk, saints, ain'ts, and the taints. And the saints are those who save, ain'ts are those not saved, taints are those who are saved but they living like the ain'ts. And some of the hardest bunch to deal with is sinning saints. <laughs> know they wrong. I already prayed. I asked God 
to forgive me before I went into the hotel room. <laughs> I, I know I'm wrong. I know, I know cursing is wrong, but I asked God. And I think God said in my spirit, sometimes you just got to tell them. See, God, you're lying on us. Your, your walk with God. You cannot feel the, the anointing of God with unconfessed sins in your life. Uh, this, this, this admiration here, this admonishment, it's all like, have you seen some of the commercials on TV about some of these wonder drugs? You're watching TV and this wonder drug come on with, and, and, and they fit the symptoms you got. Said these right here is going to fix this and this. But at the close of the, the commercial, the, the guy with the super voice speak real fast. But these are potential side effects. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. I think I'm going to just take my chance at what I got, you know. Because the side effects of this is worse than what I got. So I think I'll just go ahead and keep, take my chances. What David said, the side effects to, to iniquity is hindered prayer. Folks shouting all around you, you save and you don't feel nothing. Keep a hand. Because unconfessed sins in your life. See, God cannot bless you. And he put that, that stagnation. Uh, if, you do, if you have unconfessed sins, John said in 1 John 1 8, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you for all your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen. If that, you know, Paul said in Hebrews 12, uh, 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 laying aside every sin, every weight do so easily beset us. You know what they are. Look at your name and say, you know. Amen. If you say, you know. You know what your iniquity is. <laughs> Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Say, you know, you, know what, you know what you're struggling with. And it's blocking God's blessings. It's blocking. See, you hang around these folk not in the book and they'll try to tell you God knows. No, God, God knows. That's right. He, he, he wants you to know if you regard iniquity, unforgiveness, it blocks the anointing of God. Another thing will block a man's prayer from being answered is not treating his wife right. Well, I treat Sister McClendon real good, real good for several reasons. Because I don't want my prayers hindered. First Peter 3, 7, if you don't treat your wife right, God won't hear you pray. Strike new. You say if you regard iniquity in your heart, you God won't hear you. Amen. You cold. Amen. Because you don't want to let it go. Somebody hurt you. Somebody did. Most of us been hurt. If I asked today to show the hands, everybody been hurt. Every hand, and you think you've been hurt, you all listen to somebody else's story. He said, My God, that what? You don't feel. But you can't hate. You regard it in your heart. He won't hear you pray. Oh, God today, man. Amen. I want God to hear me. Amen. Too much going on in this world for him not to hear me. I don't want to do anything to block my anointing from God. You know, you got to be God. You know what the is. Get rid of it. Ask God. God, help me to move it. Because I can't feel like I used to feel. See, some of y'all used to shout. 
Some of y'all used to say amen, but somebody hurt you and you got cold. Well, bless his name. Let me see. Thirdly and finally, verses 19 and 20 deal with the celebration for answered prayer. For the believer, the most important thing in their lives is to experience the power of the living God. You can't explain the anointing. You can't explain the celebration again to non-believers. Non-believers think we are ignorant. In the third chapter, fourth chapter of Acts, they beheld Peter and John. They perceived that they were ignorant and unlearned men. But one thing they knew, they had been with Jesus. Isn't it funny how things have changed that if you praise God, some of these sophisticated people think you are ignorant? Excuse me again for being personal, but I had somebody ask me one time, say, Reverend, you don't preach like you have a doctorate. And I know what they were talking about. A lot of guys with doctorate, they dead, dry, and dull. Amen. Somehow somebody told us when you became intellectual, you ought to be quiet. But if anybody ought to be noisy, if those of us have an education, because we know we wasn't that smart, but God gave it to us. See, if you finish college, you ought to really be jumping and shouting because you know you wasn't that smart, but God just gave you grace. Paul said, I want to know him. Power of his resurrection. And when you pray, you're praying to experience the Sakana glory of God. When you pray, celebrate God answered prayer. Every one of us here this morning, you could talk to your big mama and Paul, who now sleep in the bosom of Abraham. They'll tell you, you'll answer to prayer. Here where we are today, people of color, never thought we'd be where we are. But we are an answer to prayer. The house you live in, you never dreamt that you'd be living in that kind of a house. Because I told you on last Sunday, I used to sleep with my two brothers in one bed. And if one of us wet, all of us woke up wet. Some of us used to stand in the welfare lines. Some of you used to live in the courts and any place with court on it or manor on it. You know that was the projects. <laughs> but look at us now. We serve a God who want to inhabit our praise so when God have answered our prayer you may not shout every Sunday but every now and then when you think of the answered prayer of God yes God did it yes sir we were counted out but God did it the story is told about a young man praying in an English church and he prayed his English was terrible broken and messed up and when he finished praying 
this sophisticated woman came up to this young man and said, young man, I am appalled at your broken grammar. I am appalled at your messed up articulation. You messed up the English language and I never heard any kind of broken language like that before in my life. And the story goes that the young man said to the lady, he looked at her and said, lady, but I wasn't talking to you. Yes, sir. Yeah. You ought to pray every chance you get. You ought to pray because God will answer prayer. You, 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 you ought to pray because Big Mama said if you pray and really pray right, God will hear and answer your prayer. If you pray, God will answer your prayer. Anybody here ever had to pray? Won't God turn it around? Is there anybody here been down to your last dime? But you prayed and God stepped in right on time. came here 24 years ago somebody said I wouldn't be here six weeks glory to God but they didn't understand you not only call a man who believe in preaching and teaching but you also call a man who believe in prayer hallelujah and I came here asking the Lord Lord I can't do it by myself Lord I need your power to stay in this place and God will answer your prayer God bless you this morning every chance you get you ought to testify every chance you get you ought to tell somebody when you look at me you're looking at a miracle you ought to tell somebody when you look at me you're looking at the grace of God God will answer prayer God will answer prayer God You know when your prayer's been answered, uh, the response to prayer is praise. Yeah, the response to answer prayer is praise. I said the response to answer prayer is praise. When you pray, he answers your prayer. You ought to say thank you for making a way. I'm on my way. 
to my seat uh, when I tell you uh, five reasons why I praise the Lord. Number one, he woke me up this morning. Number two, he woke me up this morning. Number three, he woke me up this morning. Number four, he woke me up this morning. Number five, he woke me up early this morning. Can anybody say yeah? He will answer prayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep on praying. God bless you this morning. But I double dog dare you when the load get heavy. Instead of calling Dr. Laura, instead of calling a witch doctor, I dare you to get on your knees. Talk to the Lord. I dare you to put your burdens on the altar and he will I said he will he will he will he will answer prayer hey hey he will Somebody said, don't take all that. And I tell you, you don't know what it takes for me. You don't know my story. Hallelujah. Give your neighbor high fives. I'm my answer to prayer. Somebody prayed for me. Somebody. I'm praying. I said, I'm praying. God, don't fill up every seat. I'm praying. God, don't do it. I'm praying. God, don't fix your little problem. If you got a problem, I dare you to stand on your feet and say, God. I'm going to give it to you. God, I can't handle it. God, I'm going to turn it over. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it to you. I I, know him. Double dog dare you when the load get it heavy, just just give it to Jesus. That's all we're doing, and he will work it out. I said he will work it out. I said he will oh, he'll work it out. I said he will. Oh, he will. He'll 